Hello and welcome back to Adventure's Edge, Heroes of the Veil, episode number eight. Oh. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> welcome back, everybody. Glad to be here. Top of the morning to you. Top of the morning, indeed. I'm ready to get the energy going because I am tired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're going to go for some false energy today. I can feel it. No. No? We'll bring it, man. We're going to bring it. Yeah, it's already been brought in. Yeah, it's, it's been brought. I like it. Perfect. All right, well, we are back here ready to do some serious adventuring in the world of TELUS. Getting close, I think, to the end of our first little plot arc. I'm kind of excited. You guys have been uh, toiling away in this vast forest of the Hollywood. You've accomplished two of the three tasks. And now all you have to do is find some iron blue mushrooms. Yep, that's it. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's it. You guys ready? Easy peasy. Oh, Let's it seems it. so simple. I think it will be. This is probably the home stretch. Mm. But uh, before we can even get to that, like, I don't know where we're at. What did we do? What happened last time? <gasps> oh, who's, who's talking? I know. I know what happened. Cynia. <gasps> yeah. Okay. So last time, um, after after we killed that really bad man, we there was that big, big boat, and we decided we were going to go across the lake instead of around it. and. It was amazing because Tommy knows really well how to how to 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 handle a boat. So he got everybody loaded except for me because there's no way I was going to get in that boat with all of the other people. And and he made sure everybody crossed the lake safely and we even found a crate on the way across. And we managed to get the crate and found some cool stuff inside, like some rope nets and even a magic potion. I don't remember what the potion did. Something about stabilize, I think. Um, anyway, then we found the ruins that we were looking for and we walked up to them and they were kind of creepy. So I don't know. Maybe it's just the iron that's in them and I don't like it. But there were some statues and there were some dead horses and stuff inside. Like they weren't still like horses, but they were horse bones. And it was all very sad. And honestly, that's all I remember. It started so chipper then I'm like, and, and now we're all crying bones. over those long dead horses. <laughs> <laughs> like I felt it there at the end. Ooh, ooh, tearing up. Very nice. Thank you, Zinnia. You're welcome. So that's that's exactly it. And we left off. You had entered into this courtyard of this old dwarven temple. I think that's what you were guessing mm -hmm. that it was. There mm -hmm. were some uh, symbols uh, that I don't think can be recognized. And yeah, now you're uh, you're standing in this courtyard. It's about 20 by 30 or so. And there was the, a small, the ruins of a small stable. Uh, the northeast corner of the courtyard has collapsed, allowing you to see kind of out of it. There is a, um, like a small tower. It's the tallest structure 
in in this uh, building because the building itself is actually only you get you're guessing it's only a single story so but it's only about like 15 feet or so tall and there's a 30-foot tower there is a small stone well which you guys have experience with in the northwest corner of this courtyard there's a closed door entering into the structure on the north wall and there is a door that is slightly open to the west. What would you like to do? Is this tower the tower in the southeast? It is, okay. yeah. There is a door there, yeah. There is a door there. Hmm. It is closed. I would like to go over there and check that door. All right. Dayrun walks over to the door of the tower. Tommy, while he does that, what would you like to do? Well, I'll figure. I'll check the door to the north. All right. You boldly stride towards the door on the north wall. Trunk, they seem to be checking doors. Apparently, this is the part where we all split up and everything goes very well, I take it. Um, <laughs> it's a rule number one. Adventure's go your own way. Adventure's edge, yes. Yell when things go badly. Special cold word. Oh, no. Um, I'm a perimeter person, so I probably want to take a look at, just walk around the building to see if there are any surprises. Oh, outside of the building. Okay. Beautiful. I mean, if we're going to split, let's commit. All right. So that's the first thing I thought when I saw you, that guy right there, he's a perimeter person. (laughs) I try to, uh, wear my personality on my sleeve, but I don't have those sleeves. So. All right, are you going to go clockwise or counterclockwise, Trunk? I do not know what the clock is, so I will go north. Well, counterclockwise. (laughs) (laughs) He did ask, but he gave you an answer that Trunk would give. (laughs) Okay, since you are, so Trunk has wandered off. Do you communicate anything to your allies as you go? You know, it looks like they've all gone into this courtyard and they're looking at doors, and you're just like, I'm going to go walking around the building. Oh, no, that was. In character, yeah. I'd for sure let them know. Okay. Uh, Bramble. Um, I will follow Dayrune, um to see what he's looking at. Okay. See, see the door to the tower. So you and Dayrune are looking at the door to the tower. And then Zinnia, what are you going to do while this is all happening? Well, so we're looking for mushrooms, right? You are. So I'm going to look down the well. Awesome. Your new specialty. All right, perfect. Well, and then, uh, I mean, Corda and Nipper are just going to be kind of around. I don't think we yeah, need to. I imagine Corda just kind of follows me. Yeah, I'm going to make that assumption unless you tell me that works. they are doing something else. Okay, then let's let's start over here with Darun. So Darun, you and Bramble have walked over to the door of this tower. Mm-hmm. It does appear to be, it is closed. It looks like a stout um, iron-banded a, like oak door looks pretty sturdy. Only the finest, of course. Only, it's sturdy. Only it's the my dwarves. Um, you do notice that, like the top of the tower, because again, it's like three three floors tall, mm-hmm. has some damage. Like maybe some, it's not fully co- collapsed, but you can see, based on some of the debris on the ground here, that bits and pieces have fallen in, and you'd guess that maybe part of the roof has collapsed in. Uh, and you were checking the door. What do you think? Should we open it? 
I think so, yes. Okay. I'll open it. All right. So you go and you you check the handle and try to uh, pull it open. Mm-hmm. And you find that it, it it is kind of jammed in the frame. Ooh. So you'll need to apply some strength if you wish to force this open. Yes. That was knowing my in my as an architect and knowing my I will, I will you know look at here and do some maths and uh, pull pull it as hard as I can. All right, Either does it push or pull? I don't know. Guess you'll find out. Yeah. Give me a strength check. That is a um, eight. <laughs> all right. So you you find yourself. <laughs> Pulling with all your might. Yes. Well, maybe not even with all. With some of your might. You kind of you're still working out the kinks from being on the boat all morning. Yes. Um. You don't even think it budged. Mm. Now th- there is only a small handle, but perhaps if you found a tool or something, Bramble could aid you. Hmm. Do you have like a, I suppose you would have a crowbar. That would be a bad thing for you to. I do not have a crowbar. Mm. No. Well, I'll look around on the on the ground. And see if I can find anything that could be used as, or I, yeah, I don't think I have anything in my, uh, in my uh, tools. Zinnia calls out helpfully, there's some horse bones. Ah, yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, while you're trying to solve that little conundrum, Tommy, you've walked over to look at the, the the north door and you are going to do something with it. Yeah. Um. Going to fulfill its purpose and open it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you find that it is, um, when you try to open it, it appears to be locked. Okay. Does it um, still look fairly sturdy? The door? The door is, the door looks surprisingly sturdy. Okay. The, the, the people who built this were definitely craftsmen. And while a, a lot of this place has crumbled. The doors, other than the, the western doors, seem to, seem to be remarkably intact. Okay. It's a bit redundant when you say it's well built and dwarves built as dwarven rune. Mm, yeah, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, we all see the beautiful work. Well, I'm. <laughs> uh, Tommy is not made to negotiate locks that he doesn't have the key for. So I will, uh, I guess I will turn and and uh go to the well with uh zinnia and i'm gonna take this moment just to say was it, i don't know if we were in the car the other day or wherever where i just kind of started chuckling to myself when i realized we don't have a rogue in this party mm-hmm. and i got a kick out of that Ooh. because i'm evil um so you locked every door. <laughs> and just From like that, on. every door was locked in the entire kingdom. <laughs> and they're all in perfect working condition. And they're very expensive. Well-built locks. Well-built locks. <laughs> the finest locks money can buy. Uh, yeah, it's the little things that bring mm. happiness to me. Okay, so Trunk, you are circumnavigating the building. So I've already kind of nudged you along, moving uh, clockwise around the structure. Which I will point out is the exact opposite direction that Trunk said he was going to go. Oh, was I not paying attention? That is correct, sir. Counterclockwise. Did you say counterclockwise? I eventually did. But I'll give you this. uh, Trunk does not care what direction he goes. Oh, no, we can go counterclockwise. I mean, we could go back and listen to confirm that you're right, but I'll accept it. (laughs) (laughs) Don't take our word for it. Just kidding. Wow. (laughs) 
Okay, so the uh, this structure you gathered um, is a good like a hundred foot per this per side. So it's on basically a square, uh, you know, not foundation, but square plat or whatever. And so you go to the east side, and then you can see down the east side of the structure. So you're basically on the other side of the tower from where Dayrun and Bramble are trying to break in. Mm -hmm. And let me go ahead and reveal, now that you've gone this way, what you can see. Just little reveal areas here. Oh, not too much. Don't want to be over-revealing. There we go. And you can see that the, the, the structure itself, even though this is built kind of at the sort of at the base of the rocky hills leading up into the, the giant's teeth, part of this is set in like a copse of trees. So there are trees to the east side that are sort of encroaching on the building. But you can see that uh, the, from here that the back, the northeast corner of the building has suffered some damage. So even from where you're standing, you can see there's a pretty good rubble pile over there. Okay. And you're just going to continue walking that direction? Yeah. Uh, as I do, looking for, you know, uh, cracks in walls or windows that might serve as alternative areas of access. Okay. Fair enough. So I've moved you up about halfway uh, along the east side of the wall, and you can see that you've reached the spot where the northeast corner of the courtyard has collapsed and it's a pretty good rubble pile. You could climb over it with, you know, probably a simple acrobatics check, but you can actually just make out Tommy's head over the pile as you're kind of walking. So they could naturally, if they were looking, see you striding by on the other side of the rubble pile. I'll just wave over the rubble at them. I am not dead yet. All right, Bramble. Cynia <laughs> waves and calls out, Hey, Trunk! I, I love the fact that you waved first and then followed. I mean, it's like, that was cute. Anyway, it's all the nonverbal stuff that is really just for us. Okay, so Bramble, you're assisting Dayrune. Sounded like you guys were going to start looking around, though, for something else to, to help pry. Is that correct? Yes. Anyway. Okay. So you guys are rooting around and maybe have gone over there by the horse bones to see if there's something there. And then Zinnia, you're by the well. Um, but unless you're going to just immediately go dive bombing down the well, you do notice something. There's a small leather satchel on the ground uh, between the well and the wall. And give me a perception check. Um, That's... Not awesome. That's an 11. Wow, that actually kind of feels good for you. So, all right. So. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I just, you know, it seems like Zinnia is not the most perceptive, which is amusing because it's very opposite of you in real life. Um, okay, Zinnia, you notice that uh, it, it's a bit faint, but there is a small patch of dried blood. I'm near that satchel. It does not look fresh. Oh. I'm assuming Nipper probably alerted to it, and that's, that's the only reason I noticed it, actually. Um, I, possibly, sure. So maybe Nipper's sniffing, sniffing around. I was going to say sniffling. Sniffing around. Oh. Uh, then 
Tommy, Tommy, look, look, there's blood on the ground here. And, and I will actually go to investigate the satchel because I don't know what am I going to do about blood. Okay. So the other is a, it's a, like a, almost like a rotting backpack. And you can, when you say investigate, you just like, like pry it open and see what's inside. Uh, yeah. You could actually just crawl inside of it, which is kind of funny to me. I'm not crawling inside of it. I'm flipping <laughs> it open. Okay. So it, it does have a variety of items inside that you can begin to identify. Uh, you do see some um, uh, small, like, wrapped-up object, and you kind of smell maybe some foodstuffs inside. And it looks like there are some, uh, maybe a toolkit, also like a little leather pouch. There is a, um, a bundle of rope, and it looks like there is a uh, vial, kind of like a blue vial in the bottom of the pouch, and a small probable coin purse. So when you say probable coin purse, is that because I, it, I haven't opened the coin purse? To... You haven't opened it up, but I would think that it's a small like cloth purse, and you heard some jingling. So... That's why you would assume it's probably coins. Okay. So can I keep going or did we want to move on to somebody else? Well, you've, so you called out the Tommy. You can, you want to drag any of that stuff out? Are you going to just like start pulling it out of the bag? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, like I'll probably just dump the contents. Like I'm not going to be like nice about it. Okay. So you unceremoniously dump the contents. Yes. Perfect. All right. So... Darun and Bramble, you, uh, so the two of you kind of hunted around over there inside the, um, the old stables. Is that, is that what I'm taking? Yes. yes. Uh, give me a perception. You can both make perception checks. 11. Mm. <laughs> Do something. Uh, 14. <laughs> so, get rid of that one. So, oh, my goodness. <laughs> So right now, uh, I know what I need to do. Uh, Thad is warming up his dice. Dice, it looks like. That's the problem. Nope. All right. <laughs> All right, Bramble, what do you got? Fourteen. Fourteen. Sorry, I'm uh, feeling a little distracted this morning. So, so we so we got some dice warming. Mm, sorry, uh, Darune. It doesn't seem to be your specialty. You're kicking around, but Bramble, amidst. Some of the debris next to one of the walls, you see that there were some like a, a, some old tools on a, on like a, a rack, possibly for shoeing horses and things like that. All right. Um, but there's also a like a branding iron hmm. that looks pretty sturdy. Maybe not as sturdy as a crowbar, but it might be of some use. All right. Um, I tell Dayrune what I found. Um. Uh, and suggest that perhaps he take it and try to open the door because I assume that he is stronger than I am. Um, that uh, might work. Well, the just the implication is that if one of you can pull on the door yeah, and the, the other person can use it to assist, and then you can I actually see. to aid. I don't want to convince a sister speaking. Of, I mean, the fact that I am uh, professionally an architect, I can imagine that I could figure out how to at least use prying stuff and figuring like this will work. Mm. Right. Yeah. I mean, this is definitely not something that's very complicated. It yeah. just, uh, 
you were looking Having for the right a tool. way to apply multiple, you know, bits of strength. So, so you guys, work. you guys take that over and are getting ready to work on the door again. Uh, Tommy, you heard Zinnia kind of call out something about shinies. Do you want to go check? check I out? said blood. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> that's true. I'll uh, I'll take a look at the blood. Is it look fairly fresh? Does it look very old? It looks old. Uh, give me a survival check. Adventure's Edge CSI. Yeah. <laughs> a survival check. Raven Rock. Oh, yeah. This CSI. is my real strong suit here. I think we've established this. Uh, I got a seven. And that's not <laughs> a bad roll for me. <laughs> Can you get some energy over here? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, you... Um, you're pretty, you're pretty sure that you agree that that's dried blood. <laughs> I think you're right, Zinni. I think it's blood. Her perception roll was so much better than that. that yeah. She's a detective at this point. Yeah. <laughs> but you see that she has appended a small rotting uh, satchel and is dumping out bits and bobbles onto the ground. Well, um, we need to find the mushrooms. and. So I uh, will continue on. I'd like to examine these slightly ajar doors. Okay. So you're going to head to the west side of the courtyard to examine the doors that are ajar. And then we will go back to Trunk, who is cautiously or... No, not really. Just walking. You're just walking. (laughs) Looking for windows. I've heard legends of how long it can take adventurers to open up doors. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Bill stores. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. Okay, that's that's good stuff. Okay, uh, you go walk. Oh my goodness, I didn't reveal something. Oh, okay. So, Trunk, you reach the northeast corner of the building, and you. I'm gonna reveal a little bit more here. It looks like a door graveyard. <laughs> The graveyard of all the doors. You can see along the back of the building and the scattering of trees to the north. But what you were looking for, indeed, were doors or entry points. So you can see that there is a room that was the northeast corner of the structure that has fully collapsed. And there is some debris and broken furniture in there. But also uh, adjacent to that is the what you would guess to be the end of the hallway, possibly to where Tommy's trying to get in. There is a pile of rubble there. I I think that the rubble icon I, I used is maybe not uh, significant enough, but it does look like you could clamber over it and get in that way. And I'm going to go ahead and reveal a little bit of that hall, possibly. But use the reveal tool in roll 20. There we go. Cool. It is dark inside, though. I mean, obviously, light is streaming in, and I believe, I believe it is late morning, something like that. Okay, um, I'll give you Yale. Um, Tommy, I think I found a secret passage over here. <laughs> Maybe you would like to come and look. All right, Tommy, you hear uh, you hear Trunk calling out as you've reached the door to the west side. 
Uh, all right, so Bramble, you're over there ready to assist Darun. You guys want to do another strength check? I don't know, which of you is the stronger individual? I've got a 14. Compare muscles. Yeah. Uh, yes, you are definitely stronger than I am. Uh, you arm sound wrestle, better with arm a wrestle. Oh. So they do a quick flex off. They've determined mm-hmm. Darun's a little, little bit bulkier. So Bramble, you're going to make a, you're going to make a strength check, and if you get a 10, that means you get to aid... You get to hate Darun. I think it matters. <laughs> so listeners know, <laughs> on the Darun side of the table, there is just defeat and sadness before this is even I think, progressing. I think Darun was so intent on showing that, that he was stronger yeah. than Bramble yes. that he hurt himself. I know himself. what I'm back off. I know what I'm doing here. <laughs> Give me some room. <laughs> well, but let's get to Bramble. Go ahead it's and roll the tools. Uh, it's always the tools. I rolled a four. <laughs> <laughs> One higher than me. <laughs> this is great. This so so I'm just gonna drop the. I'm just gonna drop it and walk off. So I'm, I'm serious. I'm just gonna walk towards where Tommy and, and Zinni are. I'm sorry, Bramble. Bramble, I'm sorry. Did you guys need some help? <laughs> <laughs> you know, we knock, your, knock yourself out. <laughs> yes, we we could probably use some assistance. Yes, I'm just. I just <laughs> Oh, gosh, that is so good. I deeply want Zinnia to learn some kind of, like, massive strength spell and then just end up being the bulkiest of all of us. That's fine. I'm not here for my strength. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to... <laughs> I'm, I'm here. sorry. I'm kicking rocks, <laughs> literally, on the... In the, in the uh, <laughs> all right, Tommy. <clears throat> sorry, you look through the double doors into what you would guess to be an entry hall. Uh, beyond the double doors, belay that, Tommy. All right, Zinnia, you've evaluated some of the contents here. So, one, Zinnia's miffed that Tommy didn't take the blood a little more seriously. <laughs> you, like, looked. Yeah, that's blood. And then walk <laughs> off. What am I, a doctor? <laughs> I don't know. Like, <laughs> What am I supposed to do, lick it? No, <laughs> like, like at least they, va- like, oh, yeah, there's some blood. wonder I where that blood it. came from. Oh, could, I don't know, just a little something, man. Just something. So Zinnia's like, mm. like, like, yes. Uh, you can be pouty. I don't know what I was supposed to do. No, not, it sounds not, like there's a lot of negative energy in this dwarven rune. <laughs> <laughs> so Zinnia would like to... Uh, do you detect magic? Okay. You detect magic on the potion. Okay. And then because... And then you can make a spellcraft check to identify it. Yes. So it, it doesn't even say that. It just says you can identify the properties of magic I am using detect magic in one round. It doesn't even say I have to spellcraft it. I for the wondrous. I think that I need to look that up. Oh, I, okay. I think that I think that what that is doing is making it an accelerated process for you versus like, I think it normally takes several rounds, but we can, we can look into that. Why don't we go and just do it? This is, you know, this is a pretty simple thing. It's almost a guarantee. <laughs> okay. So you, you easily identify it as a potion of cure light ones. Okay. I mean, I was, my spellcraft was a 17. I saw, I saw. Yeah. This is extremely low DC. So you identify the potion, and I've, I've listed off the other things, so you can continue to kind of go through some stuff. I'll just tell you what it is, and then you can tell other people or not. You recognize that there are some old rations uh, of some, like, dried meats 
that may actually be good. Possibly it's like salted. There is a set of thieves tools in that leather Ooh. pouch. There's a 50 foot uh, coil of silk rope. Ooh. And the coin purse does indeed have some coins. All right. So, yeah, I, I'll call out and tell everybody, hey, there's good stuff over here. I will assume at some point you're going to count the coins. There are 42 silver coins <gasps> in that pouch. So that way Shinies. I have to go back to this page. So that is what is in there. So you, you spend your time looking at that. And now with bated breath, Tommy can actually look into the hall and tell us. <laughs> but now I'm thinking to myself, I wonder where that blood came from. <laughs> Are you now? Hmm. You have a really fancy doctor voice. In your I have head. a fancy <laughs> internal doctor voice. <laughs> well, Tommy, give me another perception check. There we go. All right. Something. Uh, that would be an 18. Okay. Well, beyond the double doors, you see a small dark hall littered with mounds of debris and dead leaves. It is clear, though, that creatures have come and gone through here. There are, there are tracks that you would have to try to identify. But what you do note with your perception and your little thought about the blood is that that dried blood was drug through here, or the, the, the body emitting that blood or leaking that blood. Sure. Because the, there are further, like, blood drag marks, and it's mm -hmm. mostly covered up. So, again, it's not fresh, but you can see it was drugged down this hall. Okay. There's uh, more blood through here, I'll say, to no one in particular, just out loud. And then, um, yeah. That will be what I will do. All right. So, Tommy, you're remaining at the entry to the, the small hall. Zinni is has a, basically standing over their pile of loot. I'll, go, I'll right. go in just one step. Perfect. Tommy has stepped in one step. All right. And at this pace, it should only take us a few sessions to get down this hall. <laughs> <laughs> the summary is we are still in the courtyard. I like it. Um, all right. So... Darun and Bramble, it sounded like the two of you were, were frustrated over... I don't know if Bramble was. I, wa I was. I'm going to speak for myself. What did you want to do? Well, what about Trunk? Well, we're going to get to Trunk. All right. We just feel like you're just skipping all around here. I just don't even know what's going on anymore. Trunk's enjoying him a nice stroll around the... Running into no doors at all. No. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's unlocked, open for you. <laughs> so, Trunk, I guess, did you... Want to try to go in, or were you, were you going to continue your... Uh, um, I'm going to do perimeter first. I, I called out to let people know that there's an entry in the east, and then I'm just going to see if there's anything else that's going to surprise us on the rest of the right, north or west side. So I'm going to move you most of the way down the back side of the, the grounds here. As you're kind of strolling along this low, kind of squat stone structure made out of, like, a dark gray stone. Yeah, um, along this north wall, I'll probably just jog across because it doesn't look like there's anything to see here. There really isn't. Um, and since you're kind of focusing on, you know, glancing to the north, you see the hills rising off in the distance. And other than that, you pretty much make your way along the backside of the building. So we'll do that. And then we'll pop back over here to Darun and Bramble. So Darun, it sounds like you kind of gave up. Yeah, didn't kind of. Wow. <laughs> I, I dropped the tool 
and said, I'm sorry. And just walked, I'm walking towards Tommy. Corda, let's go. And Corda's probably just, you know, like, oh, this is pitiful. I'm so embarrassed to be his animal companion. <laughs> I feel really sad right now. We'd say give up your day job, but your day job was architect. This was so... my day job, yeah. So maybe that's, <clears throat> that's why. So Bramble, uh, Darun has walked over, walked away in frustration. What do you want to do? Um, I, I would have heard when, um, Trunk yelled about the secret, secret passage. passage. Yes. Yes. Um, I will see if I can get through there. All right. Do you want to go back out the front doors and circle around or do you want to kind of sc- scramble over the, the pile of rubble? I can scramble over the rubble. All right. Perfect. Uh, you can give me a climb check uh, or acrobatics, whichever one you feel like is better for you. Probably um, climb. All right. Give me a climb check. I think you're good at this, aren't you? Yes, I, I am. Well, it's a, it's a 14. So uh, okay. Not, not awful. That's good. That's yeah. good. Yeah. I mean. I think what? it's the highest roll we've seen today. So. <laughs> yeah. I mean, these, these, are, these are not really super high difficulties. So you, you scramble over the rubble and get to the other side to where Trunk had called out that there's an entry point, which you can now see past another little pile of rubble. So you basically get on the other side, and you will have the option of going in there next round if you wish. All right. Uh, you don't see Trunk, but you're guessing he continued around the building. All right. Um, all right, cool. Then, so Darun, you've walked over next to Tommy. Um, Trunk's still making his way around. Zinnia, I know we're bouncing around a little bit because things take different different amounts of time. So Zinnia, you've, I don't know if you, did you, you announced your finds? Yes, I did. Well, okay. I didn't announce everything. I just said I found a bunch of really cool stuff. Okay. What do you want to do with that cool stuff? Well, I'm just going to leave it there for right now. I'm not going to try and pick it all up and carry it. Okay. Maybe I'll just take the potion. All right. Put it in my bag. All right. So my you, belt bag. All right. You take the potion, put it into your bag, and then what did you want to do after that? So, um, because I am concerned about the blood on the ground, but nobody else is, I'm going to look for a rock that's the biggest rock that I think I can pick up. Okay. I, There's... I mean, any, there are rocks of just about every size you could possibly want in this courtyard. Okay. And then I'm going to throw it into the well. All right. You throw it into the well, and you hear it kind of clatter about, and there is a distant splash. No creatures reacting? No, not that you're aware of. Okay. If I still can act, then I'm going to peek into the well then. <laughs> I admire the paranoia. Okay, so you basically are hovering over the well, looking down into the gloom, and, I mean, there's ample light streaming down from above. You can just make out probably 30 feet or so down. It looks like like dark water. Hmm. So. I can't see the bottom? Yeah, you you can. You can see the, oh, the bottom of the water? Yes. No, no, there's not enough illumination down there. Okay. Can I keep going or am I done? Um, you are done for the moment. Okay. We'll just 
bounce back over here to uh, now Tommy and Darun. And Corey. So once I see Darun, he's with me, I'll say, we're going to go in and I would like to um, move forward and take a look through that open door set. Oh, like straight ahead. Yep. And um, I would have my spear out, too, because I'm, based on my perception, I had thought an animal or something had drugged something through here. So I'd be on edge. All right. So, Tommy, you pull your spear out and go walking in. So this entryway is obviously 10 feet wide and 15 feet long. There are matching doors immediately to the left and right, like when you step through the double doors. And then it basically creates a T-juncture where you have a, a five-foot hall going to the north, a five-foot hall going to the south. And it goes directly in to a set of uh, slightly open double doors. There are some, there's some iconography and things engraved on the doors. The hall is pretty dark in here. I'm going to kind of illuminate uh, about 15 feet to the north and south that you could probably make out in the shadows. Mm-hmm. Uh, without a light source, though, the light from the entry, entryway is not going to get you much farther. But you can look into this large chamber. So I, the doors are not like fully wide. You could slip through or you could kind of open one wider. Well, I'd like to peek my head in. Okay, that's fair. Just trying to Quietly. fully establish what you're doing here. So you basically poke your head in. And in the gloom, you can see what appears to be an old chapel. I'm just going to reveal that whole area. You really, I don't think you could actually make out all the details of like the far wall. You can see it's about uh, 25 feet uh, across, like from to the, to the end where this altar is. You can, you can make out some sort of altar over there. And there are some, there are two rows or three rows of um, like dark oak pews that are kind of all you know, they've been jostled about, but that is, that's all you can make out at the moment without a further light source or going into that. Um, so I do have low light vision. Is that assist right. at all? That does, that does help. Thank you. Uh, that, that does allow you to make out more details then. So yeah, then that, that would allow you to see the, pretty much the whole room in, in, in more detail. What's the thing in the center of the front of the room? It looks like a large anvil. Okay. That's the shape that it's in. And there are two pillars um, in the room, obviously holding up the, the vaulted ceiling, which is 15 feet tall. And uh, give me a perception check. Uh, that would be a 12. All right. That, that is what you make out thus far. You do see there's a door uh, on the south side, the center of the south side of the room. And so Darun, uh, Tommy's moved up. He pulled his spear out and has, is kind of peeking through. Did you want to be near him? Yeah, I'll step inside. Okay. Quarter will follow. There is blood on the ground. Uh, yeah, some drag marks. Ooh. And these drag marks, are they leading in further into the... Uh, possibly, yeah. That's what it looked like. Okay. Um, what do you see in there, Tommy? Can I answer him? Yeah. Oh, 
<laughs> I hope so. Otherwise, it's going to be a really bad podcast. Well, I didn't know uh, if it was my turn, so to speak. Well, it um, looks like like a chapel of sorts. Oh. It got an anvil. Oh. At the front, maybe some type of holy symbol. Possibly. Well, this blood is a bit concerning. With, should we follow this? Or should uh, we go to another place? Well, I don't want to particularly find out where the, the root cause of that blood is. Well, we should probably get together with the others and see what we want to do then before we go any further. Sure thing. All right. I'll uh, step inside. I'll cast light on a possibly just something of that's on me. Okay. So you're going to step, step past Tommy into the chapel. Yes, and cast light. And cast light. All right. That is my turn. All right, Trunk, you have continued walking around the west side of the structure. Uh, pretty nondescript. However, the, you can see the southwest side of the structure also has some damage. And there is a, a pool of water here that um, you don't see an obvious source of the water. Perhaps that maybe it's just rain accumulation has filled up an indenture. Mm-hmm. There's a hole in the wall here that you can see, again, more rubble, but beyond, you can make out another chamber. But other than that, you think that you have now just about gone all the way around the building. Okay. Uh, how deep does the water look? Uh, not very deep. Probably maybe a foot or two at the most. Okay. And so it looked like the rubble would require a lot of movement to gain access or not? Not really. I mean, it... it it all looks a little treacherous, but... What's well, a know. little treachery for adventurers? <laughs> um, okay, cool. I'll uh, just kind of hustle back to the courtyard area, catch up with everybody else, all let right. them know of additional secret passages, and see what trouble we're getting into. All right, Bramble. So this is actually pretty fun because the, the party really is split out pretty, pretty much across this uh, structure. Uh, Bramble, you're over here on the northeast side of the structure, and you can see that there's this hallway straight ahead, but um, the actual, like, the northeast corner is this collapsed area where there's some debris, and you can see that looking down the hallway, about 10 feet in, there's a door that would lead into that collapsed room. Oh, I see. And then to the left, you see the door that would lead to the courtyard, and... Other than that, you can make out in the light that the hall, I mean, you can see probably, do you also have low light vision? Yes, I do. Okay. I mean, you can see that hall is a good, like, 50 feet or more. Uh, eventually, you're, you're like, you know, you can't quite see the end of the hall, but you figure you're looking probably halfway in to the structure. Um, no sign of movement or anything, though. So you could... If you wanted to enter, you could go into the hall and climb over that little rubble pile, or you could crawl over the larger exterior rubble wall to that ruined room. Which one did you were you interested in? Um, I I will try to go into the the ruined room. All right, then give me another climb check. Goodness, uh, that's twelve. All right, so you you scramble over the debris. And the, the, just so for clarity, the ceiling here is not fully collapsed. It's like a, it's like a half of the room still has a partial ceiling. 
Uh-huh. Um, so it's like creates kind of this overhang as you climb over the exterior wall into the middle of the room. And could I get a perception check? Yes. Double checking, but yes, that is a 19. Perfect. So here you can see a number of things. Uh, you see that the door that goes to that hallway is actually off its hinges and laying flat on the ground and appears to be broken. You do see a, a small patch of mushrooms growing along Ooh. the wall. But you also notice, and, uh, and it kind of took getting in here, that that uh, overhang ceiling seems to have some subtle movement to it. And as you examine it, you realize that there is a, a small bat colony that is nesting here. So there's possibly like hundreds of bats, you know, they're sleeping. Wow. Um, they're not acting hostile or anything right now, but you are suddenly aware that directly above you is this, you know, just slightly moving ceiling of bats. I see. And however you feel about that is up to you, but they are there. What would you, uh, what are you going to want to do next? Um, I will want to uh, try to acquire the mushrooms um, in a way that does not disturb the bats. All right, so you're going to quietly look at the mushrooms and examine them. Perfect. Uh, go ahead and give me a nature check, so just so we kind of know your game. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, that's nine. Okay. Um, that, that's going to be enough because you are looking for something specific that you have a description of. Mm. So you don't think you would have identified these in the wild, but you're, you are reasonably sure that, that there is a small patch of the mushrooms here. It is not going to be enough for what you need, mm. but it actually looks like it might be like half of what you need. Nice. So you can uh, begin to quietly pluck them up and start bagging them. Uh, Trunk, you, uh, it sounds like you're going to just make your way around the front to rejoin the party and the... I'm realizing that is the smart and reasonable thing to do. <laughs> but also... But... <laughs> um, before I do that, I'm going to take a quick look into this, like, broken down wall. Obviously, with great, amazing stealth, <laughs> I will approach it and then... Push a bunch of rocks. <laughs> ah, adventurers. I love it. All right. Uh, so you basically, you're going to kind of step into the, the water, mm-hmm. stride across it, and then... Very like, stealthily heave rocks. <laughs> clack, clack, clack. <laughs> well, you, you could... I mean, are you... You could climb over them. You don't actually... Have oh. to, you don't have to, like, do deconstruction. If oh, okay. you're wanting to then, get yeah. into it... Then I'll just climb over them. I mean, unless you're just wanting to make noise. No, I just imagined that I would not be able to do that without making noise. So, no, I'll just climb over them then. All right, but you're trying to be quiet. I mean, not trying to be noisy, but Trunk's just naturally a big and clawed kind of guy. So the noise is going to happen. All right. Uh, well, then go ahead and just give me a climb check as you move over these into this room. That is a 16. All right. Yeah, you probably the big steps help. Mm-hmm. So you wade through the water and then kind of carefully climb over the pile of rubble into this room. You can see it is about 20 by 25. The ceiling here is mostly intact. There are some holes in it where some bits of rubble have fallen down. And there are some shelves in here. 
two of which have like toppled over and they are just completely rotted because they fell face first into the room, both of which are partly in this pool of water. There's like just piles of uh, like, it's not even recognizable other than you think they might have been books. Hmm. And the reason you might think that is that on the other two shelves that are still intact, there are some very weathered, like decomposing books, but a lot of them. Hmm. Um, I hear dwarves like symmetry, so that makes sense. Yeah. On the east side of this wall is a set of double doors, which are closed. There's a single door on the north side. And give me a perception check. Uh, it's a 22. Nice. All right. Then uh, I'm going to just sort of put you in the middle of this room looking around. And you notice on the top of the south shelf what looks like an actual intact book, which completely stands out from the rest because, again, you doubt there's anything legible in any of the other books there. Well, I was just about to ask if any of the books look like they've survived time. So there we go. There you go. Uh, yeah, I'll reach up and fetch me a not-rotted book. All right. You, you walk over to the shelf to get a not-rotted book. And then we will pop over here to... Uh, we'll, we're a little bit out of order here, but Zinnia... Uh, Darun and Tommy have gone in. You are left alone in the courtyard now with your findings. What do you want to do? Okay, Zinnia is still annoyed now because everybody just left her. <laughs> <laughs> this is really hilarious. I, I, I need to find a way to share the Roll20 on this because, yeah, you are, like, everybody's gone. The fairy is alone with your fox in and, the courtyard. And I found some stuff and nobody even came to look at the stuff after I said I found some cool stuff. <sighs> so. I'm going to find another rock. <laughs> okay. I cast light on this rock. All right. I throw it down the well. All right. You cast light on the rock and you toss it down the well with a kabook. And I follow it and I, and I watch it go down. Oh, okay. Like visually not like you're dive bombing after it. No. Okay. Uh, all right. You see the rock hit the water and uh, kind of swirl down into, into the, the depths. You notice that while you can, you can barely make out the illumination, the water looks brackish, mm. but not, not like, not really deep. So because it is dark at the bottom, I mean, you're, you can see the illumination, but because the water is so brackish, you really can't make any deep details, um, like below the water, but you don't like, you don't see anything weird on the well sides. Like it just, it looks like a well that's. Other than the water's probably not potable, you don't see anything interesting. Why would the water be brackish here? Are we near ocean? Are we near some place that would be a source of, like... I mean, we were told to come here because there was so much iron in the area that these mushrooms would bloom. I know, but that iron's not salt. I mean... The salt mines, oh, yeah. I mean, iron... <laughs> Um, I mean, give me, I'm trying to think of what check you might use. Uh, just give me a, give me a knowledge check, like a, a, an intelligence check. You're well read. 18. Well, you, you've heard stories, you know, of where people have in, in the attempts to prevent the reuse of something. <gasps> this was deliberate? 
I mean, it could be because you're you're correct. You're nowhere near salt, but perhaps somebody wanted to make sure nobody ever could use this place again and fill it up with salt. Oh. I mean, that seems horrific, probably. It does. I'm very angry about this. Mm. All right, fine. Nice. And good thinking. Now I'm done with this well. <laughs> and the well is done with you. All right. So everybody now is poised to do something interesting and dangerous. So let's jump back over here to Darun and Tommy. So Darun, you stepped into this chapel with your uh, magical illumination. Tommy's directly behind you with the spear. What did you want to do? Well, I was kind of just, I was more of just like looking, seeing what he was seeing because we were going to go get the others and kind of. I mean, you, it, with, once you illuminate it yeah, with your, I see uh, with the, your light, that, I mean, the, it does look like a really interesting, like large anvil true. over there. Okay. Well, I'll approach the interesting anvil. All right. Cool. All right. So you start quietly moving across this, uh, this chapel. Yeah. There's no quietly about me. There's no quiet. No. I mean, maybe if I'm in the woods, but I'll just approach it like, oh, hmm. This is interesting, and just walk around. a little bit of excitement. So my pace is actually a little quicker. All right. Well, you stride across, then halfway across this chapel, and a couple things happen. Well, first of all, the light goes out, Ooh. and you find yourself suddenly engulfed in complete darkness, Ooh. like blinding darkness. Mm -hmm. uh, Tommy, well, where you are at, you actually suddenly find yourself in complete darkness like it's like pitch dark like the, like the lights are just out or you've closed your eyes and maybe you're taking another pixie nap or something mm -hmm. um and Darun, you hear uh well actually you and you probably hear it too both of you hear it almost sounds like flapping and then Darun, something is going to potentially happen to you oh tommy i think i trigger something <laughs> Yeah, you hear something. Finally. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, beautiful. Okay, then, uh, yeah, you, um, you, you, in the darkness, something, like, slams into your head, and you're going to take some damage. You're going to take four points of damage. Ooh. And what is your CMD? 29 million. Um, CMD is 12. All right. Something uh, leathery and kind of abrasive, mm -hmm. like, envelops your head and grabs on with, um, I almost feel like suckers. Gross. Like, and um, you can't see, and that distinctly was uncomfortable. Um. You can make out a muffled cry, mm -hmm. and Tommy, what do you want to do? You hear a noise from Darun, but it's a pitch dark, like you can't see anything. Um, well, I guess I would start with um, yelling out, "Hey, we need help in here!" And then I'll, um, I'll, as best as I remember, we'll go into the room because it's. Total darkness, right? It's total darkness. Um, my plan would be to just reach out and try to grab Darun and 
pull him out of the room. All right. So you basically throw the door open and kind of like blindly stagger in for him. Yep. All right. Awesome. All right. So you, uh, you step forward and kind of reaching out for Darun, and you hear more flap, more of those weird flapping noises. <laughs> And something is fluttering near your head. Yeah. Yeah. These things happen. They do. In fact, they, they do happen. This is the joys of a joys of adventuring. And uh, does a 15 hit you? Uh, no. All right. Then something flutters by kind of like brushing your head, probably bouncing off your leather cap. Mm-hmm. And it's still very much like circling around you in the space and you basically shout it out. So trunk you, um, you're actually kind of nearest to them. You were in that room, Mm -hmm. you know, heading over to that bookshelf and you were just about there. And where you hear Tommy shout basically beyond the door to the North in this room. Okay. Uh, what would you like to do? Um, well, if it's, easy if i'm right there i'll still just grab the book toss it in a bag or something but then obviously uh head to this northern door okay then you reach up to grab the book and uh you grab onto the book and as you disturb the book a like strange cloudy bloom erupts from the top apparently there was some sort of fungal growth up there cute (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this like literally this has happened um this is quite delightful so i need a fortitude save from you all right is oh i'm good at that that is a 22 that is really good yeah so this uh this cloud of spores it, it like envelops your head and it must have been just some incredible instinct that you Managed to close your nostrils in time. First rule of living with Fay: don't breathe in the pixie dust. <laughs> so you manage to not breathe it in, and you grab onto the book, and then you can turn and go like jogging towards the door, and that will be your turn. Bramble, uh, give me a perception. All right. That is 18. 18. You're pretty far. T- Tommy, when you said you yelled, I mean, were you like, you feel like. Yeah, I mean, I'm used to yelling to other people on other boats. So I okay. imagine when I yell, I, I, I holler. Okay, so this wasn't like, uh, yeah, just kind of a muffled yell to, to get Zinnia's attention. You were like yelling to get, mm-hmm. you know, the entire yep. ruin's attention. Perfect. As long as we can establish that. So Bramble, you, you still barely heard it because you're, you're pretty far and there's a lot of walls in between you. But you're pretty sure you just heard Tommy yell. Um, you were, I mean, you've, you've bagged a couple of these mushrooms. Um, you kind of glance up and the bats haven't acted yet. What do you want to do? Um, I, will, uh, I will try to uh, find and aid uh, Tommy, figuring I can just come back for the mushrooms later if need be. So. All right. So do you want to, uh, which direction do you want to go then? You can go through this open door into the hall leading into the, you know, farther into this temple, or you could scramble back out over the 
I mean, you're gonna, you'd have to go back over the wall in the one spot and then back into the courtyard in the other spot. Um, I will, I'll go through the hall. Okay. So then you can basically go, that'd be 15 feet into the hall and you've got a movement of 30, right? Yes. 25, 30. So you'd have to double move. 35, 40, 45, 50. Um, I'm going to go ahead and move you 60 and I'll reveal that hall. Now, even with your low light, you're kind of in the heart of this place, and there's there really is no more ambient light there. Well, maybe a little bit, actually, coming from the double doors. Mm-hmm. So you basically go running down this hall, and I'm going to stop you here. There is an open door right uh, right where I've moved. you see on roll 20? Yes. You could still technically, technically move one more space, but you're, you're running down the hall. You passed... Uh, you, you passed one door in that hall. There's an open door to your right. And give me a perception check. Five. <laughs> All right. And you basically go running past that open door uh, towards your dear friend, Tommy. <laughs> and uh, Zinnia, you don't know where everybody is. You've got your stuff. There's, there's brackish water. Seems like you're unhappy. And now Tommy is called out in uh, some, some degree of consternation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they all went wandering off, and they see what happens. They're foolish, foolish biggies. All right, well, I will come flying over here. So you cover that 20-foot distance through the, op- through the double doors leading, mm-hmm. leading through the entryway. And what you see at the end of the hall is just a wall of dark, a, a unnatural wall of dark. You recognize immediately. Um, and actually, I should just go ahead because that is really like what it looks like. Okay, thank you. I was wondering where the dark started. Yeah, yeah. So it's just a wall of dark, and you would know immediately that it is that's that's a magical effect. Okay. Um. Do I also know that my light spell would have no impact on it? Um, you would. I mean, you okay. understand the foundations of magic, that in order to counteract a magic spell, you need a spell of higher level. Okay. So while I'm sure you're confident in your abilities, you probably would know, yeah, you don't currently have the power to override that. Okay. Then I will call out to them and say, follow my voice. Come this way. And I'll just, I'll just keep up a lovely litany of fairy calling, song, whatever, to try and get them to come towards me, because I'm not going in there. <laughs> All right, Tommy and Darun, uh, amidst your frantic scuffling with these hidden foes, you hear your friend calling out to you from beyond the darkness to come to her. Will you do it? Will you get out of this? Are one of you going to perish in these old ruins? Unfortunately, folks, we're going to have to find out next week. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Try not to die. You know, that's my motto in life. You know? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what Jayburn lives by. I just try not to die. Her, her imitations of us are spot on. They're pretty good. They're pretty Sorry, good. I know. <laughs> Oh, I hope it means. <laughs> I don't know, but it sounds like there's a big difference too between ours and yours. Uh, you know, uh, 
And, you know, one of my is that man voice one, man voice two? <laughs> <laughs> you know, in prepping these things, you never really know how people are going to do it, but mm. this is well outside of how I could have imagined. <laughs> hey, we got there. Everybody yeah. just goes wandering off. Like, eh. I'm uh, just happy I triggered something, guys. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we knew it was going to be you or Tommy. Right. I mean, we've got some action now. Yeah, yeah it's uh, it's kind of fun. And uh, I hope you guys survive next time. We'll see. All right. We'll find out. All right. All right. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed our show and want more, please leave us a rating and review on whichever platform you use. And of course, feel free to share us on social media. We'll be back next week with more adventures in the world of TELUS. To tide you over, you can read more about the cast, characters, and the world of TELUS at AdventuresEdgeRPG.com. And if you're going out on your own adventure, remember, when you're searching a room for danger, don't forget to look up. Stay safe out there. <laughs>